everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I am back from Israel, back from vacation, back from being completely under the weather, and I've never felt better, with the exception of this lingering cough that Yoni's going to have to pay attention to for the next 30 minutes. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, General Manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You can find me here. Oh, I still sound a little bit nasal. You can find me here right after Allison, right before Nahum's live lunch. And a good morning to Yoni, who I, I, I barely see anymore. Well, that's because I've been away, but it's so nice to see you. Good morning. How are you? Uh, great. I'm great. Awesome. Yeah, because great. it's funny because since since the last time we sat here, your Astros have been thrown out of baseball, I and don't know what you're and about. my captain is going to the to the Hall of Fame. Your captain. He's my captain. <laughs> my captain. Derek captain. Jeter is going to the Hall of Fame, and all your boys have been thrown out of Major League Baseball. Am I am I getting this right? I mean, to be fair, you are. Yeah. So yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. How's it going for you then? Is it fun being an Astros fan right now? Or do you want to get the no, phone? No, everything is great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, though, as you answer the phone, because you're a season ticket holder, and I wonder if they're giving those seats out for free at this point. I mean, do you even have to pay to be a season ticket holder anymore for the Astros? Yeah, I mean, they're going to come back, and everything's going to be normal, and they're going to win the championship. It's going to be like... You know, it's going to be fine. Time. The whole thing's going to be funny. It's going to be it, great. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so are they not allowing drums and other things at, at the games anymore? No musical uh, instruments or I think only re- trash cans. Allowed. Recording devices. Whatever it is, it's all allowed. Yeah, it's all. It's, it's all embarrassing. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's embarrassing. Not at all. Okay. Uh, listen, if you're happy and you're still, you know, I'm ecstatic. I celebrated already. Nothing, you know, nothing's changing because it's baseball. It's yeah, because this is you know? what it, it's sports. This is what everyone does, you know. Oh, I didn't realize that. Just trying to be like the cool kids. Oh, know? okay. I don't know. Derek Jeter's going to Hall of Fame. I don't remember <laughs> him doing this. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. Allegedly. Whatever. Um, let's do the national holidays. We have a lot to go through. We have Kosher Halftime Show 2020 talk to get to. We certainly have an exciting live lunch. It's the first time that Nahum, Yoni, and I are back together in a couple of weeks, which should be, I don't know, labor dick. It should be exciting. That is for sure. We have plenty to talk about, including, by the way, just to give you a teaser. Um, I left my headphones at home this morning accidentally when I went to the gym. Yeah. Okay. Which does is never a good sign, frankly, because I can't pay attention and I don't have the attention span to do this on my own without okay. something blaring in my ears. Sure. Okay. Unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, though, there was excitement at the gym today. What was the excitement? Is that two people were fighting about who was the best football player of all time. Okay. Okay. Now, credit to myself, I knew who they were talking about. Okay. At least one of them. Only yes, yes, okay, yes. Yeah. So I'm just telling you that I, I know this is going to excite you, but during the live lunch today, there's going to be football talk. Oh, okay. There's going to be baseball talk. There's going to be football talk. Baseball talk, football talk. We're not talking about the other sports. No. Okay. No. Football talk is about the conversation or yes. about the halftime show? Yes, but all of the above. That's okay. what I'm saying. And Usually it gets like about... just killing the Astros. Oh, okay. Fine. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. telling you, that's the end all and be all of that cool. conversation. Yeah. I'm sure Nahum will be into it. Let's talk about the national holidays. Today is National Handwriting Day. Funny thing about handwriting is that I really pride myself on a nice handwriting, but because I type everything at this point, as do you, my hand kills when I have to write a note to the teacher. The funny thing about handwriting is that you're you're lied to as a kid by your teacher saying you need to know cursive. Okay. I only write in cursive. Really? Yeah. I can't write. I can't write in print. It looks like. I mean, it's chicken scratches. Okay. It's terrible. But my kids then complain that they can't read when I write to them in camp because I only write, write in script, cursive. and they have right. no idea how to write in script. So but they, I, do they still teach cursive, or 
Well, I, I, they don't formally teach cursive because they're just che- teaching kids to type right. efficiently Correct. so they can, you know, keep up and that's the way to go. Um, but the other thing is I feel the need to be honest with you is that I think I was in second grade when I got an F in cursive. Oh, cursive was a class. Yeah, it was a, it was a score on your report card. Oh, wow. That, <laughs> yeah. that I got an F. I thought I should be honest. Well, did you I'm tell watching them during your interview. Um, I did. That did not come up. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy I made it through card. the interview. <laughs> yeah, that did not come up. Uh, it's also National Pie Day. Not to be confused confused with March 14th. That's Pi Day right. 3.14. But today is National National Pie Day. Pie. Um, I'm not a pie fan. So frankly, you can have whatever you want. It doesn't specify that it needs to be apple pie or pecan pie. Or pecan, as the case may be. Pecan, but right. Right. All right. Houston. Houston. <laughs> just relax yourself. Yeah. Um, it's also Paul Pitcher Day, P-I-T-C-H-E-R, which I just found out has something to do with um, with people protesting alcohol not being able to be consumed at work, which is funny okay. yeah. when we're sponsored by Kedem. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, it is Snowplow Mailbox Hockey Day. I don't know what that is. I'm not sure, no. but if it has anything to do with the way it sounds, a snowplow playing mailbox hockey, as in the mailbox is the goal. Right. That's what I imagine. There must be some great videos. Right, I'm sure. That's yeah. True. So I'm sure knowing of Rami, he's already on top of it yeah. and he's getting to it. Let's do the uh, let's do the fortune cookie and let's get to our guest. Fortune cookie. The speed of the leader determines the rate of the pack. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's also true. But the speed of the leader determines the rate of the pack. We're going to play these. Is that all right with you? Sure. Excellent. Let's get to our guest. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. I'm joined by Jenna Grunfeld. She's the managing editor of Kosher.com and also the producer of the video content on Kosher.com, which brings us to the exciting show called Nosh and Nibble. It is uh, available on kosher.com. It is the first and only online kosher cooking show for kids, by kids, and about kids. It centers on a rotating cast of creative kids, and the new web series has a no grown-ups allowed vibe as energetic tween-age hosts, including the star of the first three-part miniseries, present kid-friendly recipes, demos, cool kitchen hacks, and crafty activities all served up with a hearty dash of shenanigans, as would befit these hosts. So good morning to you, Jenna. Good morning. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. We're big fans of kosher.com. And I've gotten oh, thank it. Thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. No, not my, totally my pleasure. And obviously, there is a tremendous amount of video content that is available on kosher.com, which we'll get to in a second. But let's talk first and foremost about Nosh and Nibble. Whose brainchild was this? Uh, this is the brainchild of the whole team, to be honest with you. Uh, it's a, it's a, it was a long time coming to have a show for kids. Uh, we got tons of feedback from people that they loved, that their kids loved watching our already existing video content on kosher.com. And we said, well, then we should have something that's just for the kids, that's meant for the kids. And that's where and and that's where this all 
you know, began this, the, you, you, you hearing from fans and you hearing from people who are constantly checking on kosher.com in that this was a need that needed to be filled. Their kids were looking for something and they needed something possibly more to relate to. I mean, obviously everything on kosher.com is family friendly and is, as we would like to say, rated G. Right. So, <laughs> which, right, which is, which is hard to come by in 2020. It's hard to come by in 2019, putting out content that families can, can safely, parents can safely leave their kids in front of and know that it's going to be something that centers with their family values. And here you were like, okay, now we, we still, we have kids who are watching adults do all this. Let's have kids watching kids. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's of course our goal to create content that parents are comfortable showing to their kids. Uh, you know, for for both, you know, religiously and in terms of rated genus, um, we always want to make sure that it's friendly for everyone and it can be seen by everyone. Um, and, and what's great is that, you know, kids are seeing this stuff and kids are so creative and kids are coming up with their own ways to play in the kitchen and, and create new and exciting things. So our goal was just to highlight that, to see what kids are doing out there and, what their ideas are and have them share them with everyone. It's funny because before I before the start of the show this morning, about about ten minutes before um, we went live, I got a call from one of my kids, from one of my sons, and he says to me, "We just came back from vacation. I had bought a griddle on vacation because it's a good, like, easy apparatus to make your own food when you're, you know, obviously keeping kosher and worried about, you know, feeding the family, etc." So we brought it mm-hmm. back with us, and he called me and he said, "Can I make pancakes on the griddle?" And and I laughed. I'm like, go for it. You know, the more that we make our kids independent, both boys and girls, sons and daughters, the more that we make them independent in the kitchen, the more we are helping raise Jewish families and raise independent adults who are able to fend for themselves. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I also think that there's such an energy that comes from kids and their ideas and you know why don't i try this right. that you or i might never try because we would be like well that's not a thing people do um and kids are just so open to new ideas and new concepts and and we really wanted the show to show that um and to and to you know give voice to these creative bursts of energy <laughs> Jenna Grunfeld joins us. She's the managing editor editor of Kosher.com. She's also producer of the video content on Kosher.com and speaking to us today about Nosh and Nibble, which is the cooking show for kids, by kids, and about kids, available on Kosher.com. How long in general is every segment? Uh, the episodes are between five and ten minutes apiece. Uh, what's great about online content is that we don't have to limit um, the content to a certain time limit or make it, uh, sh- you know, shorter than it needs to be. So we can really allow each idea to, to be the right length for that idea and to be the right length for that episode. Right. Um, so, so it, it varies, but, but it's mostly between five and 10 minutes. Right. I like to refer to that as column inches. When we're no longer bound by the column inches of a newspaper and you get to have writers writing to the full extent of what they want to say, and you get, in this case, video editors um, being able to produce content that fits their needs, you get a much better product. I completely agree. And there's so many times where we have, uh, with other videos as well, just 
oh, excuse me, do we need to cut this out? Like, there's so much more informative information in this episode that I didn't know was going to be in this episode. And it's great to be able to include that because people really like to see that. Tell me about the hosts and the stars of Nasha Nibble. So our first star of Nasha Nibble was an 11-year-old girl from the Five Towns named Riley. She is a firecracker. Uh, we, we say we really got lucky with Riley because we found someone who is energetic and sassy and funny, and she had such strong ideas for what she wanted to do, um, which was absolutely what we were looking for. And our goal is to find people, find kids who have strong ideas for what they want to do. You know, we didn't want to be, be pushing our ideas onto these kids. The goal was for them to have a forum to explore and express themselves through food and crafts. And Riley was the perfect first star for that. Uh, she, she absolutely loved being her, being behind the camera and, uh, well, in front of the camera <laughs> and could completely be herself. Like that's who she was off camera. And, and I was so happy that we were able to capture it. Isn't it amazing how we are, um, we're meeting more and more kids who are, I don't want to say finding their voices, but have already started developing a voice and an opinion and an idea that they're able to articulate to adults? Absolutely. And I don't know if I would have had the confidence of that age, right. but, you know, she completely was able to go for it. She was comfortable in in her own sort of silly ways, and, and that made it all the more genuine and all the more fun for us to watch. And how many episodes are there so far? So, so far, there are three episodes. Our goal is to do a mini-series with each, with each kid, um, with each host of three series, of three episodes per kid. Um, so, the first series was released around Hanukkah time. Uh, we premiered December 15th. There were two episodes that were related to Hanukkah and one episode that is winter-themed, uh, a winter-themed craft. So, so our next uh, our next host will then also have three episodes to show us what they have. And oh, do we get to know who that next host is? Uh, ha- the person hasn't been selected yet. Oh. So we are still in the process. How do you vet the next kosher.com teen star? <laughs> Great question. So we are very lucky to be working in partnership with PJ Library on this project. Right. Uh, PJ Library is a nonprofit organization that sends Jewish books around the world to kids. They have a program specifically called PJ Our Way, which is for older kids and tweens, if you will. Um, so our, our part of our partnership with them was reaching out to the people that they already had in their network, who they already um, knew that these kids were excited about food and excited about crafts and excited about you know sharing content and sharing ideas. Uh, so we went to them for the first for the first casting, if you will, um, and they they sent out the application to their PJRWA kids in the in the area, um, and yeah, we went from there. We, we sort of got to view everyone's submissions, and it was a really exciting way to get to know who was out there and to get to know each of the kids. And we we then had an interview process where we spoke to some of the top contenders. 
It's an interesting collaboration with PJ Library. I happen to be a huge fan of PJ Library specifically because, Me too. Me yeah, too. I mean, I, I love getting their books in the mail I, and I understand they're for my kid, but, um, <laughs> but I'm the one who opens the envelope with the new book that comes to my house and it's exciting and it's almost like... Um, it's like an unexpected gift that somebody is just bestowing to me that all of a sudden shows up in the in my mail. And what a beautiful thing to be giving a child a gift of a new book. And so yes, absolutely. I, and they have I mean, just their their whole mission is so inspiring. Uh, it's really our pleasure to work with them on this just because we believe strongly in or I believe strongly in, in you know, sharing content around the world for Jewish kids. And, right. and I think we have that in common. How did that, how did that collaboration start? I mean, with all of the, with all of the potential collaborators that kosher.com could go to, you understand you don't print books. So I wonder <laughs> at one point during this brainstorming meeting, did somebody say, you know, I got to tell you, PJ library would make sense here. Like you're doing food, you're doing food related content and they're doing literature. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I can see why it seems unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we when had, you put it that we way. Had right. already, we already had a bit of a relationship with them um, from other kosher.com projects. Uh, we had sent out uh, newsletters and we had sent recipes to their list for newsletters as well in the past. Um, just because they are interested in reaching their audience as well with a whole bunch of content and a variety of of exciting things, not just literature. And, and we also are very excited about showing our audience, you know, what we, what we are looking for and, and, you know, getting the word out about just sharing and, and getting content out there for people to enjoy. Um, so it wasn't out of the blue. We did already have a relationship with them. And when we were talking about this show, we were just like, you know, who knows kids? PJ Library. Right. Right. <laughs> they, Good point. They, they have the experience. They have the experience with working with kids and connecting with families. And we wanted to sort of tap into that expertise. That's great. That's great. Uh, Jenna Grunfeld joins us. She's the managing editor of Kosher.com here on That's Life. She's also the producer of the video content on Kosher.com. We are continuing our conversation about Nosh and Nibble. It is the only kosher cooking show for kids, by kids, and about kids. How many kids, by the way, are involved in the process of making one of the episodes? Obviously, you have the host, and in this case, it was Riley for three episodes. But in terms yeah. of like the production meetings, like... Is it, is it, she, she took more of, you know, more than the host role or the on-air personality role. She took part of the production role. So how did that work in terms of collaborating with an 11-year-old? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I would say she also took on a very big part of the creative role um, in terms of planning the content. You know, it's one thing to say, you know, we want kids to be the face of this show, but we really wanted kids to be the heart of it as mm. well. So, so we wanted to work. So I spoke to Riley. Uh, well, we interviewed her and we asked them, you know, what what is the message that you want to share? Why do you want to be on this show? What do you want to say to people about kids cooking and kids crafting and kids being able to be in the kitchen and have ideas? And and the kids came back to us with such like inspiring answers of what they wanted that they wanted to to provide a message also to other kids out there. 
Um, and Riley did that absolutely. And I, I called her and we worked on the phone together, just kind of talking about, you know, I would guide like, oh, it's going to be Hanukkah time. Like, let's talk about these kinds of ideas, maybe for a Hanukkah party. But the ideas were completely her own. Like uh, she would just come up with things and we would discuss uh, what it would look like on camera and how and how it would be for people to watch that and if people would want to make it at home. And she was really, really like great at coming up with these ideas. Amazing. Amazing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, 15 years ago, Susie Fishbein, cookbook author Susie Fishbein is celebrating 15 years of her niche of her cookbook called Kids in the Kitchen, which is actually a cookbook that my kids enjoyed a tremendous amount. And and wow, I, I, I feel old. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, my God. And <laughs> it's an amazing thing to think that 15 years ago we were she was groundbreaking in this idea of bringing kids into the kitchen in, an, in a formal and independent way. I mean, we've all cooked with our parents. We've cooked with our grandparents we've you know dabbled with these scrambled eggs on our own and instead she created a book and said here kids take this be safe go in the kitchen and do this and it seems to me like you are the 2020 the 2019 because it started in 2019 the 2019 2020 version of that kids watch this video because that's how they're taking content in now right they're not looking they're not looking at that cookbook so you're that modern version of this Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so great. You're meeting. I, I, I love the idea of meeting people where they are. I say that all the time. And in this case, mm. we want to create independent kids in the kitchen. I mean, uh, there are there. There's so many advantages to that, as we've already discussed. But here, you're bringing them content in a way that they are now that modern kids now are used to absorbing. And I and I think that speaks yeah. a lot to kosher.com. Absolutely. Thank you. I I mean, we, you know, food and Jewish food and Judaism, it's such a family thing. Right. You know, it's it's something that you share with your family. So to target just, you know, just the mom who's cooking or or just the person who's a foodie and likes going out to restaurants just seems incomplete. Um, You know, kids are part of that family experience and, and, and carrying on the you know, family recipes and the, the, that's the heart of the family and the heart of, of a lot of Jewish experiences, I think. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, you can find these episodes of Nasha Nibble on kosher.com and stay tuned when kosher.com and Nasha Nibble introduced their next host. I'm sure as soon as we hear about it, you'll hear about it. Jenna Grunfeld, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Truly a pleasure to have you on the air. And uh, I look forward to hearing more about Nasha Nibble. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Totally my pleasure. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. A full afternoon of programming continues. The live lunch filled with sports and bashing and fun and lunch and kosher halftime show talk and all of the above begins at just the top of the hour at 11 a.m. Throwback Thursday starts at 1 p.m. and the encore of JM Rewind starts at 4 p.m. The Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Samick and brought to you by our friends at Ken and Belongs at 7 p.m. and that's where you can find it tomorrow morning. Join Nachum as he hosts JM name from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time and do not miss he is back. Malcolm Holmline joins Nachum at 7.40 tomorrow morning. Plenty to talk about plenty to talk about it has been a couple of weeks since that conversation has resumed and tomorrow is the big day at the conclusion of jamie name join naomi for table for two and then stay tuned as you enjoy the encore of the kedem arab shabbos show
Right. And then the Kedem Arab Shabbos music mix up until candlelighting here in the New York area. Rummy hosts Saturday Night Seagull this month's Shabbat starting at 9 p.m. Matis hosts JM Sunday as he has been seamlessly 7 a.m. Sunday morning. There is a lot to talk about, but the first thing I want to do is just introduce Rise Up by Simcha Liner. It is one of the songs that we featured this year. This is my this is my tease for the Kosher Halftime Show 2020, which will be out in just a few weeks. Crazy. We feature Rise Up by Simcha Liner with Simcha Liner. It is off of his new album, Kol HaKavod. Nachum uh, enjoyed a great schmooze this morning with Ashley Blaker. He is also part of the Kosher Halftime Show. He will be joining me please God, next week, and just much more to talk about. So enjoy Rise Up. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Your time has come, the day's begun. Uri, 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 shir da beiri. Hisoiri, rise up. Rise up.